No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just gonna keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. Make sure you follow me at Brian H. Waters. This show, of course, is brought to you by The Wrestling Realm. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. Guess what, guys? We're on iHeartRadio and Pandora Radio. So maybe you listen to those places. That's where you get all your music from. Well, guess what? Now you can get The Wrestling Realm's Break It Down with Brian H. And Wrestling From The Culture right there as well. So, folks, as you know, COVID-19 has been running wild all over the world quite frankly not just the united states but you know i definitely want to send out my prayers and well wishes to everyone affected stay home i can't say it no more stay home folks just because you may feel well just because you may say you know what i don't feel that bad it doesn't matter it's not about you stay home why because you who could get infected maybe you're healthy you know i'm pretty decent i'm healthy and yes i could get infected and i'll be okay but if i pass it to somebody else maybe they will not be okay so that's my health rant for the day but you know i look at the wwe and they are always on top of things they're best in the business and right now, here's our top rope of the week. Going up to the top rope. It's time for this week's top rope segment of the week. The top rope this week goes to the WWE, quite frankly, for still finding a way to entertain us. You saw the title of this show is called Wrestling the Coronavirus with No Fans. WWE made the call to have SmackDown take place live this past Friday. Or maybe it wasn't live. Who knows? I don't know. But nonetheless, it took place. It aired live on Fox right from the Performance Center. And shout out to Triple H. You know, something he envisioned for this place as a place to get wrestlers ready. To get them ready for the main roster while they're there. It's a training facility. But the, I don't, and, and if somebody knows, go ahead and feel free, drop it in the chat right now as we are right here live on YouTube. Feel free to let me know how many fans could fit in there. From what I saw, it looked like quite a decent amount. Maybe the amount that these NXT superstars are used to getting when they go to these house shows. I know when I went to Hartford County, they had a good amount. That's uh, right outside of Baltimore. They booked it as, um, I guess they said NXT Bel Air. Maybe they did say NXT, but coming to Baltimore, but it's really Bel Air. But nonetheless, when you see these shows, you know, you saw this, this audience. There was nobody there, but they still did their thing. And I'm going to give a shout out to my boy, Blake. One of the things he said was, this forces people to get creative. We're going to see talent step up. How creative can they get? I enjoyed it. Um, you know, we saw a Triple H on commentary. 
And of course, he was making fun of himself, said it was a demotion because he was on SmackDown. Then he even said, you know, Michael Cole was good at this job. But I, I really enjoyed it. I appreciate the WWE for making this call. Yes. Now, people may say, okay, what about um, the NBA, the NCAA, where they were going to do a show with no fans? Here's the difference. WWE is, uh, they kind of have more control. And this is what I read, figured out, not read. I didn't read nothing. And this is what I figured out. They have more control. You got, they can, you know, they can get these wrestlers tested. They keep them in the environment. If, if everybody's safe, you're good. Nobody, if you're not infected, you're not infected, you're not infected, you're good. But they can probably get them tested. They can have these shows inside this performance center. Therefore, keeping them safe, keeping each other safe. But it's when they bring in the fans, you don't know where this person's been, where this person's been. They could be carrying the virus feeling well, but then they get somebody else infected who's not, who's not going. And this is what I said at the beginning of the show. This is why if you're, you need to stay home, lower the curve. But nonetheless, WWE still found a way to keep us entertained. And I said, maybe we would see WrestleMania in an empty arena. Who knows? Y'all heard my explanation. Give some of the mat, make some of the matches in an empty arena. Some of them keep them for the big show. Here's another thing that just, I noticed I read before I went on the air, the CDC center for the control Center for Disease Control, I think that's what it stands for, noted that the WWE, I mean, no, that there will be no events. They recommend no events with 50 or more people for the next eight weeks. This is what we're going to see. We're going to see how WWE, if they can keep these stories going. I mean, shoot, we got a whole network we can be entertained by. And I see a lot of people complaining about not having sports. You don't hear too many wrestling fans complain because WWE gave it to continue these stories. Raw is going to be there. SmackDown is going to be there. But you also have a whole network. You can go back and watch so much old stuff. If I turn the camera around and showed you my whole DVD collection, you would see, hey, you know, quite frankly, I wouldn't be bored. And there's, I have quite a few stuff that if there's no internet, I'm good. But... If there is no internet, I mean, because we have the internet, I have 20 times more stuff because of the WWE network. So we're good on that part. And, you know, I'm looking at that and I said, okay, so we move on, right? Let's get into the stories. We had John Cena. Oh, no, don't you dare. Yeah, we had John Cena and Bray Wyatt. John Cena came out there. He. There's a little talk. And I'm thinking, this is going to be interesting. There's two people I know who could pull this off and keep us interested. It's Bray Wyatt and John Cena. John Cena is just, I mean, he's crossed over into acting. But trust me, if he wasn't that good, Hollywood would have sent him back. So he's used to performing with no crowds now. Granted, sure, he feeds off that WWE energy. And Bray Wyatt is just, I mean, he's just a different type of character. So this right here. And let me know, like, all right, I can see this story going on. And I want to know where they go with this because, quite frankly, I do think that this definitely is a match that you want to see with fans. You don't want to see this. This is one of those matches I don't want to see in an empty arena match because you want to see the fiend. You want to see the facial reactions when he does things to John Cena what's that little five-year-old, that 10-year-old, or perhaps that 13-year-old who's growing up but hasn't really let John Cena go yet? 
How are they going to react? That's what I want to see. And, you know, like I said, this right here is, I mean, quite frankly, a WrestleMania-worthy match. This is going to be interesting. I want to know how far they push WrestleMania out. Because here's another thing you have to think about, right? WrestleMania, usually about April. And, well, never mind. I was thinking, because, you know, with The Fiend, you're definitely going to have, it's not going to be too far into the summer where, you know, they're going to have enough matches. So forget my thought was how far it goes into where they got to look at the skies and all that. But no, it's going to be on the East Coast. So they're going to be fine. Uh, I would probably be more worried about, I'd probably be more happier about this if it was on the West Coast, but we'll be fine. So ignore that thought. So we move on. Roman Reigns sat down with Michael Cole. I'm interested in this match. I know they talk about the spear versus the spear, and Roman said he has more moves. He knows it's going to take a lot for him to defeat Goldberg. And, you know, you might not be happy with this match, but one thing you have to admit, with the exception of his match versus The Undertaker, Goldberg has brought brought it. Sure, a lot of them were squash matches, him versus Kevin Owens, him versus Brock Lesnar. But that match with Lesnar and him at WrestleMania 33, you could make an argument that that was the match of the night. Why? Because it was everything you wanted to be. It was hard-hitting, quick, straight to the point, and Lesnar got the job done. So you could make an argument, hey, you know what, maybe that was the match of the night. I kind of expect that to be with Roman and Lesnar. I mean, Roman and Goldberg. I kind of expect them to go at it. I don't think this is going to be a 20-minute match. Definitely not a Broadway. I think this would be about on the 10 to 15 mark. You know, we had a lot of people upset about his match with Goldberg. I mean, with why I can't tell you his match with The Undertaker. And quite frankly, I understand why. A match shouldn't have never took place. But this is Goldberg's redemption time. Goldberg will redeem himself for that. His match with The Fiend, man, I'm going to go back and watch it. Because I, I kind of skimmed through it, surprised at the results. So I'm going to go back and watch it. But I didn't necessarily hate it. So, moving on. The tag team champions were on SmackDown. And they... I'm still, whatever. I know some people love Miz and Morrison. Yeah, I'm still salty about Morrison because, quite frankly, he was whack. But, I mean, let's just see what happens, you know. Let's see. I want to know who their opponents are going to be. That's what's going to get me interested in them. Who will be their opponents for uh, WrestleMania? I know the Miz said in one of those uh, table for threes that he wanted to main event WrestleMania again. He said he didn't care if you believed him or not, but that's what he wanted to do. Well, quite frankly, it doesn't look like it's going to happen no time soon if he keeps associating himself with John Morrison. And I'll just leave it at that. Jeff Hardy returned. A lot of people on the internet said WWE wasted his comeback. I'll tell you what I wanted to see. 
I wanted to see him bring back uh, his theme music, No More Words. Hardy went on Corey. No, he went on The Bump. Shout out to D checking in. The Die Sport Net before I get into Jeff Hardy talk. Um, actually, I, I just, I'm going to make it quick about Jeff Hardy. He said he on one of those shows that he wanted to bring back the song No More Words. WWE had the rights to the theme music, so let's bring it back. That's what I want to see. I want to see that, you know, he said it gets him going differently. So I'm interested to see what happens. If the WWE gets him and grants him his wish, it would be cool. That was when he was a main eventer. He was a world champion and a WWE champion. And I actually make it, I think that's going to be on my to-do list the next couple of days. I was thinking about it earlier when I was on the grill. I want to watch his match. I want to watch his match when uh, he defeated Triple H and Edge to win his first WWE championship. I believe that was either Armageddon, it was Vengeance 2009 or Armageddon 2009. Not sure what they called it. I do know it was the last pay-per-view of the year. Shout out to D, Die Sport Net, jumping in chat. D is one of the most loyal supporters of the Wrestling Realm and of Break It Down with Brian H. Make sure you guys subscribe to the Die Sport Network on YouTube. Uh, he said, I think Tampa Bay and the government... Down there will cancel Mania, not Vince. I think that's going to happen. Uh, D, I don't know if I said this in our chat. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't, but I said on air. I think, quite frankly, Vince McMahon is outweighing them. I think he wants them to cancel it so they can foot more of the bill. Yeah, I've read that somewhere, and I thought about it, and I said, you know what? I agree. Shout out to whoever wrote it or gave me the idea. But I do think that's going to happen. I think Vince says, you know what? I'm going to outweigh them and let them figure it out, and then... They'll cancel it. I don't have to do anything. So, that's what I think they're going with that. Of course, the ladies. They put on a great show, great match. Uh, I believe this was the opener. Yeah, it was kicking off Sasha Banks, Bailey taking on Nikki Cross, and Alexa Bliss. And, I mean, I said it. Sasha and Bailey are gold. Now, I made a proposal, or maybe, I don't know if I said this on the show. But I was thinking, I want to see Sasha and Bayley win the tag titles. I would be totally satisfied if Bayley was not defending her SmackDown Live Women's Championship at WrestleMania if it meant that this was going to come full circle and Sasha and Bayley were going to regain those tag titles at WrestleMania. I would be totally fine with that. But... When Asuka came out there, it made me think, I don't think so. Because I think she was purposely distracted Nikki and Alexa to prevent that from happening. To set up those two in a match somehow. We all know that some way, some way, shape, or form, I believe Becky, I mean, uh, I'm looking right at her. Oh, man, Beth Phoenix. And Natalia will get in the match. And maybe Sasha and Bailey gets in too. But I think they're going to get in the match. I wouldn't be surprised if somehow, some way, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay made a return. And we have a fatal four-way match. Matter of fact, I gotta check. Did we have that match last year? <laughs> maybe that wasn't. Somebody let me know. I don't think that was exactly that. But I think that's what's going to happen. Quite frankly, uh, I don't think Sasha and Bailey will end up in the match. But nonetheless, they were victorious. So shout out to them. 
Just don't break them up. Like I said, please don't break them up. They're money. They got enough. They still got a little bit more juice in this thing. You start planting the seeds around money in the bank, SummerSlam, and then you break them up. That's all. But uh, yeah, like I said, SmackDown was good. How about, you know, Triple H just constantly teasing at Michael Cole. Michael Cole, man, you guys love getting on him, but Michael Cole is one of the best to ever do it. You can make an argument that if you were going to put a lead announcer, Mount Rushmore, in professional wrestling, you could put Michael Cole. For me, it would be Gordon Soley, Gorilla Monsoon, Jim Ross, and Michael Cole. These are the lead announcers. Not the color guys. And I wonder if D's still listening to the chat. D, drop who you think would be in the Mount Rushmore. And it's hard because I that means I had to take Tony Schiavone out. Even though he was the voice of my childhood, there's no denying what Gordon Soley did for this business. I mean, he was the voice of wrestling for a very long time. You can't, it's, it's like taking Andre, I mean, or I should say Flair or Hogan, you know. Uh, if I had to do color guys, there would be Jesse DeBot. No, excuse me. I got to go in order. Bobby the Brain Heenan. Jesse the Body Ventura. Jerry the King Lawler. And then that other guy. I, I, that's the part. I tell you who's making their way up there, though. And he is soon, but he's doing a good job, and that's Corey Graves. He's making his way. Now, he, he got to go over a lot of people. The fourth person, you know, I kind of struggle with, though. But... Definitely Ventura, well, Gorilla, Ventura, Bobby, King. And then, you know, I, I had to do some research to see who that other color commentator would be. But that's just, you know, something I just came up with off the top of my head. So, but um, also this past week we saw that the Intercontinental Champion, Getting involved in well, we had Daniel Bryan taking on Cesaro, and I said that I would love. Well, maybe I didn't say it on here. I, I've been talking a lot of wrestling. I gotta figure out where I say stuff at. I wanted to see. I would love to see Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental Championship, a match that would instantly steal the show. Maybe I realized this Friday when I watched this, but it would easily steal the show, folks. That's what I want to see. But don't think we're going to get it. Instead, we got, we'll probably get a six man tag. And it'll be Cesaro, Shinsuke, and Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan, Drew Gulak, and Braun Strowman. And that'll be a um, uh, pre show match, dare say. Which would be sad. That means you had Daniel Bryan on a pre show. Intercontinental Champion on the pre-show when the Intercontinental Championship has stolen quite a few WrestleManias. WrestleMania 3, WrestleMania 10, WrestleMania 31 possibly. Or maybe it ain't still. It's definitely set the tone. So I don't want to see that match on the pre-show though. But, you know, shout out to Daniel Bryan taking Drew Gulak kind of almost under his wing maybe. You know, Gulak shows a lot of personality. Well, I thought he was boring at first, but he's showing personality, so he's kind of doing his thing. This Monday is 
March 16th. When you write it out numerically, it is 316. Means we will see Stone Cold Steve Austin on Monday Night Raw. It's going to be very interesting to see Austin with no fans. Be nice to see him throw some beer, but you know, that's going to be interesting because you know, you used to, when you hear that glass shatter, you hear that crowd pop. It's all one thing. Otherwise, it's going to sound like we're listening to WWE The Music Volume 3. But I'm going to go ahead and take my first break. I'll be back after this. Was the was the, it is time and you you know it was like there was like you was invested a hundred percent all in on coming back. Honestly, I gotta say, like when I saw my best friend Nala Rose do her thing and she she made it like she's so big now and I'm so happy for her like. Please don't get this misunderstood. Like, I'm so happy for her. But it got me wondering, like, man, like, what if I had stuck to it? You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. it's just, I want to, for myself, I want to stop wondering what if this is for me. So, I'm glad you brought up Nyla when you told her, because Knowing her, I don't know her as well as everybody else does, but one thing I do know is that you two have a very, very tight bond and friendship. So knowing yeah. that, I'm pretty sure she was stoked. But going to uh, her reaction, tell us what she said when you... Well, I mean, I think it was when I was telling her that I wanted to do this promo. Like, that's when I was like, I want to get back into it, but I don't want to just jump back into wrestling like I don't want to just you know be low-key about it like I want to kind of build up that moment and that's when the thought of me doing this promo came up and we was talking about it I mean she was the biggest one like and I'm back ladies and gentlemen so that is actually my first interview with Amber Rodriguez that I did I should say yeah well first on wrestling for the culture there's another one. Well, probably that's actually a second one. But we did a second one. It was the first, like, right around the time she was coming back. And then we did one last week. Honestly, I forgot to load it in. Uh, but nonetheless, check that out. Check out the most recent one that dropped last Friday. So make sure you check that out on all social media platforms. So got some answers in the chat. So for D says, let me see. You know what? For those out there watching. Let's see, can I put it on the screen? Yeah, I can put it right on the screen for you. So, D says for his Mount Rushmore of play-by-play is Jim Ross, Gordon Soley, Gorilla Monster, and Tony Schiavone, who edges out Joey Styles. So, D puts Tony Schiavone, in, <clears throat> when we compare our list, he puts Tony Schiavone over Michael Cole. Respect. And then for his color people, Bobby DeBrahina, yes. Jesse Ventura, yes. Jerry Lawler, yes. He has Larry Zabisco, and I was thinking about Larry. And, and you know, he'll probably get there, but, you know, I was really thinking about him, and I was like, man, you know. But, you know, I also got thrown this one. Analyst, wrestling analyst, all to his own to me, Mike Tanay. The way when I was younger, I remember hearing him break it down, how just to talk about these wrestlers. I go back to... WrestleMania, excuse me, World War Three, nineteen 1995, live from the Scope in Norfolk, Virginia. 
he was in the match with, he was doing the match with the women's match. He was doing the women's match. And he broke down the history. I might actually go back and watch that. But he was doing the history of these ladies. And I said, man, this he's that dude for real. So, just want to remind you, make sure you're following the Wrestling Realm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Make sure you subscribe to the show on YouTube right here. Just click the click the button now. Subscribe. Turn on the bell notification. Also, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and now Pandora. Open Pandora's box. We are there. Now, folks, it is time to go around the net. Around the net brought to you by B Waters Productions. If you're looking to get an event filmed or high quality pictures, you want professional quality, simply go on Instagram at B Waters Productions and visit www.brianhwaters.com to book B Waters Productions for your event. So, around the net, we start off with the WWE ladies did a photo shoot with no makeup. Shout out to them, just showing off their natural beauty. So right there on your screen, you'll see a picture. Uh, I believe that's Dana Brooke. I could be wrong because this is small on the screen. And, you know, I ain't writing on the notes, but I know it's Rhea Ripley, Ruby Riot. Then you also see a picture of Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. And then there's a picture of Dana Brooke and Carmella. Let me make sure the other one is. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, it's Dana Brooke. Yeah. So then you see all the ladies together. You also have Io Shirai in that photo. So shout out to them for, you know, coming together, just revealing their natural beauty. Shout out. It's Women's History Month. So they wanted to do that. I thought that was great. Um, <laughs> We had. Remember when Mike Kanellis said that he was done with the WWE, pushed forth his, for his Push forth for his release. Well, he wasn't granted it. And he, quite frankly, he was in a match on 205 Live. And he shows off, you know, kind of showing off the bruises and beatdown that he got there. So he posted that on Twitter. I thought it was really cool. It's really cool that he's back in the ring. Hopefully he's good mentally. That's always important. We know he struggled with addiction and he overcame that. Just had a baby. I know... Dealing with things when you want to do something, he's so passionate about the business. So hopefully they really give him a shot at 205 Live. Nia Jax on her way back. You know, she's posting thirst traps on the gram and on Twitter. So, of course, I'm not posting that on here. You guys know where to find it. I'm not going to post that. No, this show is not made for children, but it's well enough that if you want to watch it with your child, you can but the rumor is that she will be headed to Monday Night Raw. So we will see. Nia Jax, who knows? I mean, it would only make sense. Nia, Becky, get a rivalry going. MLW is postponing shows for 45 days due to COVID-19. There's a lot of people doing that, folks. There's a lot of people doing that. I think it's a smart decision. You know, quite frankly, as I said at the top of the show, you just, you got to protect yourself. You got to be safe. You can't go out here. Just, just stay home to the people out there in Italy. listening. you have my condolences. They said over a thousand people died in one day. So they have my condolences. 
I just hope that we can, you know, find peace in this time. Sit back, watch wrestling. You got WWE Network. You know, I watch, uh, and I should have talked about it a lot, but I watched the WWE NXT UK. Yeah, I watched some NXT UK. Quite a few good matches on there. I ain't writing any notes, so, I'm, you know, I'm not going to go and break it down. But one thing I will say is Finn Balor. Finn Balor and Walter, that's the match I want to see. I think put them on the card at WrestleMania. You're going to have a lot of, hopefully, whenever they resume, like I said earlier, 60 days possibly for people not to be together in crowds more than 50 people. For 60 days. That means no church, no wrestling, no sports. You have cookouts, but you got to be careful. You just got to be careful. And for goodness sake, stop buying all the toilet paper. What, I mean, really, stop buying all the toilet paper. There's elderly people out here who can't, who only have the means to get to one store. Just stop. So, but nonetheless, yeah, MLW canceling their shows for 45 days. I I believe we'll see some wrestlers get very creative. I hope to the wrestlers out there listening, use this time, heal your bodies, heal your minds, relax. I'm going to use this time to podcast. Best to believe it, catch up on some shows with my wife. So, But, folks, that is going to be it for this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. You know where to find the show. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast each and every place where you get your podcasters from shout out to d jumping in the chat like i said keeping the chat going he even said xcal is is excalibur in the mike tenay role in AEW? that's a good question i think so i think he's really good i'm still trying to get used to i'm really still trying to get really like invested in AEW. to be honest with you like to the point where, man, I got to see it. I got to see what's going to happen next. I haven't got there yet. I watch it because it's routine and it's on. But I haven't gotten to the point where it's like I'm getting upset over certain wins and certain losses. That's where I want to get to. But until the next time, folks, I am Brian H. Waters. I appreciate you joining me each and every week. Make sure you check out my upcoming show uh my other podcast i should say um breaking through the glass ceiling this week i got michael lau on so make sure you check out that episode with him i think i have that uh, piece of that loaded in here and if i do yeah so i'll send you home with this here's a clip from that upcoming show till next time i'm brian h waters so long everybody this is the guy that you're talking to right now. This is the guy that's been this way since day number one, okay? I am not some celebrity journalist. I'm just like everybody else in this business. We're all trying to make our ends meet. We're trying to make a living, an honest living. We're all trying to survive and just make ourselves happy with what we chose as a professional career, do our best work, and like we just mentioned, just keep passing on and just making sure that anybody that's in the struggle. You saw recently that one of my mentees, was just becoming a, just became a member of the NBJ, and we were on the phone about this for the last couple of weeks. She was struggling trying to figure out what she wanted to do with her professional career, and I told her you should join the NBJ. And you mm-hmm. saw what happened when it became a topic on Twitter. She was trending. I said, "Now you see what happens. Now you're trending. Now you got the door open because now people know who you are. 
That's why you should join the NABJ because now you got people like your mentor who know other people that then say, I know this sister or I know this brother. Give them a shot to get them a job. You let, know, them people... let them show you what they can do. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.